0: Scottish football's League leader This is Clyde One's Super Scoreboard
1: Hugh Evans, Roger Hanna And Gordon Diel Are here We've just watched Rangers beat Motherwell By three goals to one Despite spending The majority Of the game With ten men It means they cut Celtics Lead at the top To three points And of course Ange Postacoglu's side Can respond In the Highlands Tomorrow It was supposed to be Bottom six today Top six tomorrow We know The Rangers fixture with Motherwell got moved in preparation for Europe But we do still have some fantastic fixtures this afternoon Hugh Keevans, a lot to look forward to Yeah, so much at stake
2: Uh, St Mirren versus Hibbs Hibbs now minus a manager Having said that after 19 games Sean Maloney was a mistake So there's an awful lot at stake for them today Dundee, St Johnston. We've had good humour From the Dundee manager Mark McGee all week Talking about turning down radiators And going on a diet uh, Set up by Mrs Gordon Strachan Uh, But it's the important stuff now It's no room For humour They've got to beat St Johnston or they're done They are out of this league So they must get a home win Hmm. And uh, Aberdeen Livingston Well Jim Goodwin the Aberdeen manager was honest enough to admit During the week that If you find yourself in this position There's no point in saying That relegation is an absurdity You have to get the points on the board Which is what Aberdeen have not been doing regularly enough Otherwise Jim Goodwin wouldn't be there as the manager Because he had to sack the previous one So big issues at all three
1: matches yeah, Looking forward to it We're going to reflect I'm sure a lot more On the game at Fir Park We'll hear from Graham Alexander Hopefully Giovanni van Bronckhorst as well And we'll get all the guys involved in that So don't go anywhere I know you Rangers fans Will be getting back Into the cars And on the buses Heading home From Fur Park So we will reflect Further on that game Very very soon indeed But let's quickly Get some team news From the other matches This afternoon We'll start closest to home Paisley St Mirren against Tibbs And Fraser Wishart Is there I
3: am A beautiful day here In Paisley As Hugh says Those serious stuff For both these teams And I don't think Despite the sunshine, either sets of supporters will come with much confidence today in their team recent form. Or both it has been awful. Both, of course, missed out and get a top 6 place and they'll have one eye on St Johnson below them and whoever loses today, if there is a loser and St Johnson win that will give St Johnson a bit of hope of catching them so a victory today, really important to both because it probably would just put any faint threat of relegation to bed St Mern have had a fortnight to lick their wounds from a heavy 4-0 defeat here against Rangers they've only won once and that was a way to Dundee and Steve Robinson took over and they've been working on his defence for the last couple of weeks because they've lost 14 goals in their last four defeat, so showing up the back, a priority at this stage, it may help by Jack Annick returning from a two match suspension, Hibbs of course as she was saying removed, Sean Maloney as manager this week after only four months in charge and David Gray the second time this season is in caretaker charge, he takes o- over a team with only one win this year and really low in confidence, He also had to cope with Ryan Portis, he's back to being suspended in the league, and Dan McGregor who perhaps would have replaced him in a long list of injuries including four players like Nisbet, Dodge, and McGuinness, so options really limited for David to make changes, first and foremost try and get his defence organised and try and nick a goal at the other end, strangely his uh, first game in interim charge early in the season when Jack Ross was sacked was against St Myrne here in Paisley. He ended up one each and he might just take that result today force men as i said heavy defeat against rangers a couple of weeks ago five changes made by by uh, stephen Robertson. line is done Gogic, Henderson and Jones are all out. Anick McCarthy, Eragon, Tanzer and Main come into a change of formation to 3-4-1-2. Jack Anakin goals a back three. Marcus Fraser, Joe Shocknessy and Connor McCarthy. Four across the middle Richard Tate, Alan Power, Ethan Erahorn and Scott Tanzer with Connor Ronan behind the front two of Eamon Brophy and Curtis Main. Saints subs have only got seven and they've got two goalkeepers in those seven. Dean Linus, Jordan Jones, Ryan Flynn, Greg Kilty, Jay Henderson, Alec Grieve and Kenzie Smith. For David Gray, he's actually only made one change and that is Portis going out and he's brought in Elias Melkerson but he has made a change to his formation to a 4-2, 3-1 formation from the 3-4-3 that Maloney preferred. Matt Macy's in goals back for Harry Clark, Paul McGinn, Paul Hanlon and Louis Stevenson. Sitting in midfield Doyle Hayes and Joe Newell Midfield 3 attacking are Chris Cadden Ewan Henderson and James Scott to Elias Melkerson as the lone striker Kevin Dabrowski, Scott Allen, Rocky Boucheri Josh Campbell, Alan De La Ferriere Josh Doig, Sylvain Jasper And Chris Muller are the subs And the referee today in Paisley is Ewan Anderson
1: Hibs fans are scarred by 2014 Fraser Wishart when they slid and slid into the playoffs And went 2-0 up in the first leg And then still somehow lost and got relegated Are they just a, just too far away this time?
3: Well, I think I sent a message last week into the show about a scenario and of course the scenarios don't often come to fruition because there's too many variables but if it was to lose to St Mern today and Hibs were to to sorry, and St Johnston win as well and there's five points between them. And, you know, and that becomes a bit tricky. They've still got to play St. Johnston, got a difficult away game to Livingston as well. So I think they've got enough. And, and I think they may get something here today. But they want to get the points on the board now. You don't want to be waiting. Losing your first two games after the split. a tricky game at Livingston next week as well. And if they do that, then all of a sudden the, 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 the game's are up in the air. You know, the chances are that St. Johnston just get that confidence. So I think they've got enough, I hope so. You don't want to see a club of his size go down again. Over the last 10 years, we've had too many of our big clubs in, in the in the lower leagues, but uh, it's the same for St Mirren. I mean, St Mirren, exactly the same position, Gordon. If they lose today, uh, and then they've got St Johnson next weekend, if St Johnson beat Dundee, all of a sudden, by this time next week, they could be level with St Johnson. So, all to play for in the bottom six, and that's what happens. You know, you, you lose that position in the top six, and it's a relegation battle from there to the end of the season.
1: Yeah, I mean, the league table tells you St Mirren are the closest to the battle. You know, they're two points worse off than Than Hibbs and Livy At the level with Aberdeen But they do have the worst uh, Goal difference as well So you know They are the closest to that Drop zone if you like Or the playoff spot And it's been an interesting time Hasn't it You know Stephen Robinson Very strong in some of his criticisms Has that Had the right effect Has that You know Annoyed the players further Fraser I guess we'll find out I, think, I guess we'll find
3: out. I think he's uh, certainly said it over a couple of occasions in the last three or four weeks. And they've lost fourteen goals in the last four games since coming under Jim Goodwin. We're perhaps criticised for not scoring enough goals, but they were always very tight. And when Stephen took over, they were in touching distance of the top four. It was that great run from the turn of the year for a couple of months, where they were unbeaten in the eleven or twelve games that helped get Jim Goodwin the job, but uh, they had a poor run before that going into going into the Christmas period, and it's just been one of these strange seasons when so many teams we talk about week in, week out aren't playing very well, and that is a situation that St Myrne need to remedy very quickly. Just looking at his squads, I said two, two goalkeepers, one of a young kid on the bench, so they don't have as many options as perhaps he would actually want and, and I do think if St Myrne lose today and I think they might lose today against Hibs and St. John's win, I think, Simon are in big trouble because St. John's will have that momentum going into the game next week. Let's
1: hear from Stephen Robinson.
4: On 100% seventh, the aim. But, you know, you can't, I mean, if I come out and say yeah that, if you're in the bottom six, you have to look over your shoulder. That's without saying, do you know what I mean? I, you know, There's only a couple of points between. In this league, you're either a really good team, or a really poor team, a really good manager, a really poor manager, and it's two points. You know, so it's the fine lines. So I think the same had being at the bottom of the table and being seventh, we've got aim for seventh place, which would equal a as I've repeated that, it would equal the highest finish in the club's history in this league. So it's a it's a case of aiming up. I think we've got a squad good enough to aim up and, and getting as many points as we can. And then that takes care of itself and, and avoids any kind of relegation woes. So I think everybody will be feeling exactly the same. You know, there's there's one game between everybody. There's a little bit of a cushion at the bottom between St. Johnson and Dundee, ourselves and Aberdeen. There's a, there's a little bit of a cushion, but not enough to be comfortable. Um, but also, you know, I, I try and look on the positive aspect of it. We can finish seventh. You know with The narrative changes completely
1: Now you can't have imagined At the start of this week That the real story Would be Mark McGee's heating His diet And potentially going naked But that is the reality of it David Friel So we sent you there especially We feel that you're the man For this occasion Dundee against St Johnston Take it away
5: Yeah I feel privileged Gordon And firstly Before I go any further I'm pleased to confirm Mark McGee still has his clothes on So far I mean where I even begin with the build up to this one? It's been pretty serious stuff but the Dundee boss has been in top form this week as you and Hugh both said he started off the week by revealing he was going to turn his heating off he was going to go on a diet courtesy of Leslie Strachan to get himself psyched up for the game going full bare grills. and then just yesterday he promised to go naked for a week if Dundee won today so whether that's motivation for his players that's up for debate but it's definitely been entertaining and it's also lined the mood around Denz Park amid the very serious threat of relegation Dundee are bottom they start the day 5 points behind St Johnson and the Premiership status is pretty much in the line today. On top of that, I think it's fair to say Mark McGee's job is on the line as well. As rele- relegation will definitely mean he leaves the club. He's taken that different approach to preparations. He's tried to lighten it up. But he does seriously firmly believe Dundee can get the result they need as they chase St Johnson. A win would be brilliant, a draw just about keeps him in it, but a defeat almost certainly puts Dundee down. McGee still hasn't won in nine games as Dundee manager, but they have battled to draws against Aberdeen and Dundee in the last two outings. Unsurprisingly, he's named the same team that drew 2 2 at Tannadice. so will just run it through it for you. Ian Waller in goals, Cammy Kerr, Jordan McGee, Ryan Sweeney and Jordan Marshall at the back, Max Anderson, Sean Byrne and Charlie Adwin midfield with Paul McMillan and Paul McGowan just off Danny Mullen Subsidiendi are Sharp, Fontaine, McDade, Mulligan, Elliott, McEwan, Ruddon, Ibsen, Rossi and McGinn. As for Callum Davison and St Johnson, they've been a lot more low key this week. There's been no outlandish promises or statements or anything like that but he knows a win today will almost certainly ensure they've seen off Dundee and avoided the automatic drop. Since last league match was a 7-0 defeat to Celtic, but before that game they had been in decent form Davison is still looking to catch the teams up, them, up above them, as Stephen Robinson said there. He's made two changes from that Celtic Park game. Dan Cleary and Nadir Chifty are in for James Brown and Glenn Middleton. It's the usual sort of 3-4-2-1 formation for St. Johnston. Xander Clark in goals, Dan Cleary, Liam Gordon and Jamie McCart at the back. The middle four will be Sean Rooney, murray Davison, Milker holberg and Callum Booth with Ali Crawford and Chief Cheat just in behind Callum Hendry subs for St Johnson are Parish Butterfield Man Brown, Sang McPherson May, Fair, and Middleton and the referee at Dence Park from Hamden last Sunday is Bobby Madden
1: Let's hear from Mark McGee shall we this is what he had to say last night
6: You know it, 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 some people may understand what I was trying to do and other people think it's funny you know it, it, you know, I tried to make it you know light hearted in a way um, I mean I could have chosen to do it and I've, the boys have made me promise that uh, if we beat St Johnson then I've got to go naked for a week you know uh, which is not <laughs> to help anyone. But, you know, you've just got to do something, you know. You've got to do something to psychologically remind yourself and put yourself under a wee bit of pressure because there's a big game coming. And I think the players understand the message that I'm trying to give.
1: It's been met with a lot of scoffing um, from the wider Scottish football community. David, I understand parts of that. I just wonder if there is any bit of it that is quite calculated in a week like this I've not seen one person talk about how much pressure the Dundee players
5: are under because of relegation
1: any deliberate attempt there from Mark McGee to take all the focus on him
5: yeah 100% it's Yeah, been off the wall it's been a bit madcap and you actually look at some of the quotes and you think it doesn't even really make sense but Gordon I'm all for personality in the game I'm all for a bit of entertainment, Mark McGee. As I said, I don't think anybody to start a week with have thought he was going to come out with the stuff he has. But as you're saying, nobody's talking about the pressure. Nobody's talking about the fact he hasn't won in nine games so far as the D manager. Nobody's talking about whether it was the right decision, to, you know, for him to take over from James McPake. So it's been 100% calculated, and you never know. It might pay off today. Great day here, great pitch, and you know, Daniel Gibson johnson a really tough game.
1: I'm surrounded by. Hacks We've got David Field Hugh Kevins Roger Hanna You three aren't going to complain About Mark McGee Coming out with
2: that stuff Are you? Not at all Uh, I'm sure that when Roger heard the news In the office He thought Lovely Lovely There's a good headline Uh, It's a massive Diversionary tactic On the part of uh, Mark McGee If it Comes off And Dundee get a win today Everyone will say A smart guy That was a good Psychological ploy Take all the heat Off the players if he loses, they'll say he's a balloon, and <laughs> the, the, you know that—that's the way—that's the, that, the, mm. way, the way it works in football. And, and, the, and
7: what, what what David Froel doesn't know, Hugh, is that after Mark McGee's first press conference about the heating in the diet, there were. Top level discussions at the Scottish Sun as to whether or not we should encourage David to, to mimic Mark McGee and yes. turn off the heating in the house and go and <laughs> a die. But unfortunately, we had to pull the plug in that plan when there was a the prospect of him coming into the office naked next week. Gordon,
1: it- D.L., you are not though in the entertainment industry in the same way that these two are. Mm. Is it is it worthwhile? Is it? Can you take anything from it? Is it? What's the point of it from Mark McGee? I
8: have no beef with it at all uh, The only thing I'm a bit concerned That David Friel thinks that Mark McGee is a personality um, <laughs> we're, we're in real trouble um, I've got to say I, I, Look, he's trying something different He's not working anything. He's making fun of it It's probably get out there And he's just went with it Probably a bit of fun in the dressing room bit of pressure off his players He knows how bad it is I, I totally agree with, with you. If he wins today, everybody will say, That was a fantastic move. Well done. Keep it going. Keep the fun going. If he gets beat, the first thing I'll come back to bite you is those statements. Mm.
1: I just can't get over the fact you just used the word beef in that context. I must admit, the things you never thought you would hear. But thanks for that, uh, for ruining my day even further. Uh, Dundee against St Johnson should be a cracker. As David Field says, Forget Mark McGee's nudity if you can. It's that simple, really. If Dundee lose that game, it's pretty but, much done for. But also, you have to think sequence of results. St Johnston
2: win, St Mirren lose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Three points between them then and they play each other next week. There are real big issues at stake here.
1: Absolutely. Aberdeen against Livingston has some issues of its own. Dave Galloway's there.
9: Yeah, the big news for Livingston, Gordon, I can tell you, is that boss uh, Davy Martindale has kidney stones. I hope he gets uh, well very soon. Assistant Marvin Bartley is also suspended, so first team coach Neil Hastings will be in the away dugout for their visit here to face uh, Aberdeen, who enter their post-split fixtures as a bottom six side for the first time since 2013 desperate for a strong finish to what's been a bitterly disappointing campaign they face the Livingston team stung after missing out on the top six in the dying seconds a couple of weeks ago when they were edged out by Motherwell it Don's and Louis form That has been equally unimpressive of late with three defeats, one draw and one win each in the previous five matches. Victory vital for both sides then as they seek to banish danger of being sucked into uh, a relegation playoff as things stand. You know, as we've discussed already on the show, nobody can say with any great certainty that it can't happen to them. As it did to Hibs eight years ago, as Fraser mentioned earlier, when they went down following that playoff loss to to Hamilton. Um, let's look at the teams. Then one change I can tell you for Aberdeen: uh, Ramirez drops onto the bench, and he's replaced in the starting lineup by McKenzie. So it's Lewis in goals, Ojo, Gallagher, Bates, and McKenzie at the back. Two sitting midfielders, McCrory and Ferguson. Further forward, Bissawin, Barron and Hayes with Watkins. Looks like he will be leading the line today for the Dons, whose substitutes are Woods, Considine, Ramirez, McLennan, Jenks, Polvara, Ramsey, Ruth and Milne. As for Livy, a couple of changes to tell you about for them. The men coming in, Lewis and Shinny, outdrop Penrice and Forrest. So it's in goals across the back. Devlin, Fitzwater, Obelai and Lewis. Midfield, Holt, Pittman, and Kelly. Then an attacking three of Bailey, Nubley and Shinney. The substitutes for the Livy Lions today it's Konovalov, Malley, Anderson, McMillan, Montano, Sibald, Boys, Soto. And Longridge And your match referee Here at Gloriously Sunny Pitori Stadium Where the pitch Incidentally looks Absolutely immaculate It's Grant Irvin
1: We are a Pessimistic bunch As a as a, a nation If you like yes. And If we're talking about Hibs And maybe fearing the worst Well Aberdeen are two points Worse off you Yeah Should they be Worried at this stage or is that is that just that thing that we do Where you look for the doomsday scenario
2: No, they should be worried And Jim Goodwin has acknowledged that And it's uh, very honest of him He hasn't tried any Mark McGee psychological tricks He's gone for the other approach Which is to say Look, we're in bother here And that bother could become something dramatic Unless we do something about it So he he's taken the the old managerial school approach to it by pointing out that it's
1: you've got yourselves into this you better get yourselves out and that's a bit Different, unexpected We wish David Martindale well Roger Han, has got kidney stones He's not there It coincides with our old pal Marvin Bartley's suspension So a bit of um, managerial disruption For Livy today
7: Yeah and you wonder how that will disrupt Livingston today You know David Martindale Was such an important figure to the club He's not in the building today We wish him well And he's number two As luck would have it As fate would have it Is stuck in the main stand At Petozzi He's just so angry all the time That's the problem we need to <laughs> He's calm angry down. man Is it, he
1: allowed
7: to go into the dressing room? No. no, you're not I think no. you need not within to leave a them time. 15 minutes before the game You can't go back to them until 15 minutes after the game Is it as
1: close to kick-off as 15 I minutes? I think so, yeah
7: I think so, and you're not allowed Seriously. any interaction with them I thought them. it was
1: longer than that Given that, because that's not much of a No, I know, I know what you mean Not much of a suspension, is it? Um, okay uh, Right, we had one big game already It's done Rangers won 3 one They were down to 10 men But they cruised to victory at Fur Park And we are going to hear from the managers right here next
0: The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Gordon Diel, Roger Hanna and Hugh Kevens are in the studio. One game down and some crackers to come. Rangers beat Motherwell 3-1 at Fir Park. It was a lively old game. There was a sending off for Leon Balligan. They spent the majority of the game with 10 men, did Rangers, but they were very comfortable in the end. Maybe not so during that first half, but I deserve three points for Giovanni Van Bronck side Which cuts Celtic's gap at the top to three Before they play tomorrow So let's hear what the Rangers manager had to say Speaking to Sky
10: Well I mean we had to uh, We have to adjust the game plan of course I think we started up really well We are 1-0 up They have control of the game And you know, of course with the, with the red card We have to switch to uh, to a different way of playing We did it really well sec- Especially the second half So we had half time to, to change things a little bit uh, in, When we have the ball But also defensively I think it worked out well, and then uh, you know you just have to uh, make sure you create the chances. Uh, although you are one man less, but I think the players did really well what we wanted, and uh, you see we could, we also with ten men create a lot of chances to score. Obviously there were two tackles. I think both with the intention to win the ball, but you know in, in this the margin is really really close in those tackles, and uh, you know we just have to accept uh, the red card we uh, we had. You know we couldn't do anything about it, and it's a decision of the ref. And uh, we had to go on, so I concentrated more on, on 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 how to play. Eventually, it gave us the the win. They both have their qualities. They're quick, uh, they're fast with the ball. Also, their off the ball movements are are good. And especially today, they had a slightly a different role against uh, when we were ten men. But uh, they did really well. They caused a lot of danger. And um, you know, happy for for Scotty scored twice. And uh, of course, the captain never, almost never fails on the spot.
1: Yeah, he was talking about Scott Wright and fashion Sakala at the end. In case you hadn't gathered that, let's bring in some of the guys. Fraser, how impressive is that victory for Rangers, taking everything into account today?
3: Well, I didn't quite go the way Joanna van Bronckhorst wanted it. He argued all week for the game to be brought forward twenty-four hours. He got that. He was able to make eight changes and rest his players. They go a goal ahead and they're absolutely cruising and I'm sure he's thinking they maybe get three or four goals and uh, maybe close that goal difference down in Celtic and he doesn't need to bring on any of his experienced players that he's resting as subs but of course the Balogun tackle which which was a red card has, has just changed the whole whole dynamic but it could have been worse for them I think in the second half I, I didn't see much of it before I left but uh, certainly if we listen to you guys Mother um, didn't really make a really good fist of it and that was be disappointed for Graham Alexander but pleasing for Giovanni van Bronckers because there's no doubt he was playing this game with, a, with an eye on the game in Leipzig and on, on, on Thursday. So uh, he'll be happy enough. He's managed to rest his key players. He's not come out of it too badly. One or two players picked up Knox Kamara. maybe will be Arfield as well. Arfield certainly, I think, will play on, on, on Thursday night. And uh, that will be a worry for him, uh, as will Balogun be suspended for, for next week. But he's, he's got through the game. I think that's exactly what he wanted. the Three points, get through the game. And now he has that extra day now to focus on a huge game on Thursday night.
1: What does it say about the character we're seeing currently from this Rangers team, David? Feel the guys were talking during the break where it, it seems like a long time ago, but there were serious doubts at halftime. I think I think even you know Rangers fans would have felt that they were down to ten men. Motherwell were level. Rangers looked a bit spooked by it all, but you know they came out and sort of just controlled Motherwell with ease in the second half. Then you talk about what they did last week, the way it's going in Europe, that they're not. Going out without a, uh, they're not going out with a whimper at the end of this season.
5: No, not at all, Gordon. I think it speaks volumes for the character of the Rangers players, but also for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. I think it's another triumph because, as you said, I think getting at half time, a man down, one each, you know, title potential on the line. I think for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst to calm his players down to get that system, that formation with ten men that goes and works and kills Motherwell off pretty quickly, I think it says a lot about him. And I think, to be honest with you, you know. Obviously the Dortmund results And the Red Star results But I think he's really come of age As the Rangers managed In the last couple of weeks You know the, the Braga game Then the Celtic game And then again today You know challenges Have been put in his way And he's managing to negotiate them And he's obviously got Another couple coming up But I think Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Is now starting to win Over any of the doubters That were remaining up, up until the last couple of weeks
1: Yeah I mean Fraser The the headline makers Today In a positive sense Probably were Scott Wright I think he got man of the match fashion Sakala wouldn't be far behind them how important was that for, for them today and, and have they forced their way into the conversation for Thursday
3: I think one of them will have uh, which one it will depend on the way that, uh, that Giovanni of Rang wants to play I was listening to you guys talking about playing Scott Wright as a, as a false nine and uh, perhaps looking at this a callous pace in a wider area but uh, you know, Kent will play Arivo will play I think that uh, after they will play on the right-hand side he has done many times in Europe as, as well Lundstrom and Jack will be in the midfield so really it's one spot between the between the two of them it depends whether does he want Scott Wright who can run in behind but he holds the ball up better I think Sakala has got pace when he gets turned he's a real, real threat to, to teams but I think it was a, a way in Belgrade that he played up front and the ball just kept coming back it was bouncing off him and it was a real frustration amongst the Rangers players because he wasn't to hold the ball up so it depends how Van Bronckhurst wants to play if he wants Pace to go in behind and really stretch Leipzig on the, on the counter-attack then that, that might be Sakala but if he wants somebody who's got a wee bit more touch he might play right or maybe even play Ryan Kent through the middle because Kent has probably done his best work when Rangers have gone to a three-five-two formation he's played off of Morella so I think the from Broncos yesterday when he found out Roof was injured. He must have been really down given the fact that he's in good form and Morelos is out. But he'll be happier tonight. Both players have given him something to think about and we'll go into the game in, in decent form. But I would probably go with Scott Wright. I like him as a player and he's a good footballer.
8: Yeah, I understand. I said earlier that um, there's an option for Kent to go through the middle, Gordon, rather than play with this false uh, nine as everyone's talking about. Um, it was interesting to see that uh, in the second half I pointed out to the lads in the studio That Arfield dropped into the false nine Sakala came off the left Wright come off the, the right um, I, I, It is a toss of the coin for me I thought the two of them played themselves Right into the thoughts of the Rangers manager Sakala's power of running Sometimes he's, just his final ball lets him down a little bit But I thought he was a threat today Scott Wright's a very clever player Gets? Does he get two goals Does he get the credit for the first goal Or does it still go to Kelly Why,
1: Cause, cause why, I, why would he get that in be, any way
8: Because I heard the Rangers manager saying Scott Wright got two goals um, if you it's play an
1: ambitious claim, if I you, must admit If
8: you play it back I, No, I, that's why I asked the question There was a question mark next to my, my no, no statement more, No more ambitious than Sakala trying to claim the winner in the semi-final last yeah, week Yeah, okay, but uh, I'm, I'm only going with the Rangers manager here, Roger Don't shoot the messenger um, I do believe that the two of them had very good games Me personally, I'm going against Fraser Unfortunately, I usually agree with my fellow colleague I'm going for Sakala. I think I think with the, away from home with the pace, I think might just look at Sakala.
1: Roger, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst had to get that right today because we are so fickle. There, there, there's, you know, it's worth taking that into account. Even although a lot of Rangers fans think the title might be gone and it might be too much to claw back, if you make eight changes, you don't bring on Ryan Kent at all. You leave John Lundstrom on the bench. You leave Ryan Jack out, and you don't win. He's getting a lot of stick tonight Because that's just the way it works People can think it's the right decision at, at 12 o'clock But if it goes wrong He's in the firing line So he, he needed that performance from his team in the second half Yeah,
7: it's all about results Particularly at this end of the season, Gordon And they got the result And yes, Baligan was reckless with the red card And yes, Van Bronckers gambled with the eight changes But he's got the result He's cut the gap to three points And now moves over to Celtic and Dingwall tomorrow and whatever they do, it's set up for Celtic Park a week tomorrow in the last Old Firm game of the season.
1: Also, Hugh, the knock-on effect, if it doesn't go to plan today, even if it was because of changes, it probably allows a, a bit more dread to, to sit in ahead of on oh, There's roof out as well and the attack just didn't work and, and we're going to be a bit more tired because we're down to 10 men, but... It, not only does it keep the pressure on in the league It puts you in a better place for yeah. Thursday Exactly
2: You know, had Rangers dropped anything at Fir Park These phones between 5 o'clock and 6 o'clock would have been red hot Why did you change so many? Uh, why did you prioritise a game in Leipzig over the title? Because there will be an element within the Rangers supporters I can guarantee you It may not be a huge element But there would be an element Within the Rangers supporters Who'd rather Pip Celtic For the title Than win the Europa League And Therefore They're happy The manager's happy And To go back to David Field's point He's a cool customer Giovanni van Bronckers Because At half time There was potential For a serious upset Under Bizarre circumstances But he's held his nerve And now they go to Leipzig What a 10-day spell is coming up for Rangers. You know, Leipzig, Celtic Park, and then Leipzig at Ibrox. Um He has satisfied all elements within the support today. The ones who value the league title over the Europa League, they're happy because they want to see what happens to Celtic now. And those who value the Europa League over the domestic league, they're happy as well because...
1: The preparation time has been used wisely. What does this do to the the title race? If anything, Fraser Wisher, I, I get a lot of people think it's it's gone already. But all Rangers could do today was win. And then you know the timing is interesting. We bang on about it all season long, so we, we can't abandon it now. When one of them plays first and puts a marker down, does it does it do anything for you? Are we have we changed at all from you know say before kick off last week?
3: No, not particularly uh, Gordon, I think obviously what it does do is that uh, if Celtic win tomorrow and win next week, they've virtually won the title got six points ahead with a few, couple of games to go and sorry, nine points ahead with a couple of games to go and better goal difference but they won't actually have won it so there's a small thing there that you know, Celtic if they win next week and Rangers drop points today then all of a sudden that means that uh, the, the title was over but uh, for, for me, I, I think um, I think they just had to do the job today it was, it was a job done case for them and perhaps fortunately playing against, against Motherwell in the first game because Motherwell been so disappointing since the turn of the year managed to get into top six with having the worst record I don't know how these things happen when you're talking about St Merne, how poor they've been and, and uh, Aberdeen how poor they've been and Hibs how poor they've been every team in this middle part of the league seems to have been very poor but we were disappointing, you know, especially in the second half when they had that opportunity, they got it back into the game through the Balogun Red card getting the goal quickly. And you're thinking they could make it difficult for Rangers, but they didn't really. So from a Rangers' perspective, it was it was a good day. Come out with it without too much damage, they've got the extra day, didn't need to use Lindstrom, Kent, all these key players as well. So it doesn't really change much in the way of the title race. What it does do is it means that just Celtic can't really afford to drop anything uh, tomorrow because that would just give Rangers that wee bit of a gap. I mean, I, I don't think Rangers will win. I think Celtic will win it, the league. But uh, a couple mm. of points drop tomorrow and Rangers just have that wee gap, that wee bit of excitement next Sunday to try and do something to put more pressure on Celtic.
1: Does it crank up the pressure at all for Celtic tomorrow, David Feel?
5: Yeah it probably does But I've always felt This game was a psychological test As opposed to a football one For Celtic anyway Gordon you know It's April The pitch is perfect You saw it yesterday Ross County tweeting the the picture About how good the surface is It's a half two kick off On a Sunday I think Josip Juranovic Is only You know regular That's going to be missing For Celtic tomorrow So in a football sense It's all there for them They're playing against a team That will have a go They'll leave gaps Ross County They score a lot But they also concede a lot So I think in a football sense Celtic don't have any excuses. I think it just comes down to psychology. Can the players go over any hurdles, any little doubts in their mind? But on the basis of Celtic's domestic form up until the cup run you would say they could. And this is where guys like Callum McGregor, Joe Hart, Beaton, James Forrest, Tom Rogic, guys who have been over the course and distance before and won titles, this is when they become so important. Tomorrow Celtic are going to have pretty much a full strength side, Giacomacic is back as well. So as long as they approach it well and, and don't let the nerves creep in, they should see off Ross County.
1: Is that all Rangers could do today then, Roger, is prove that they're not taking their eye off the ball? And yes, Celtic may go on and win it, but you'll need to do it on, on your terms. You know, all Rangers can do is, I think most people accept Rangers need to win them all. They need to win all five, and whether they can do that is is a, a big ask before we even get to where or when Celtic drop points.
7: Yeah, if they drop points, if it stayed 1-1 as it was at the interval, Gordon, the league would definitely have been over tonight. As it is, the gap's down to three points. Celtic might slip up in Dingwall tomorrow. I can't see it myself, but there's always that opportunity mm. there. And then that takes it to Celtic Park. So regardless of what happens tomorrow, it's still alive, going to Celtic Park next weekend. And Rangers, regardless of what happens in Germany on Thursday, Rangers will know that nothing short mm. of a victory at Celtic Park is going to be
6: good enough. Okay, week. let's hear from Graham Alexander. Um, Forty-five minutes, really good. Um, Committed as a team, pressed them all over the pitch, um, caused them problems, pressured them all the time. Uh, didn't give them really time on the ball to, to try and um, dictate or get their game going. And I thought uh, at 1-1, um, and certainly down and uh, them being down 10 men, um, the game was there for us to take. Um, but we had to second half. We didn't do that right from the start of the, the second half. We let them pop it around at the back, you know, clipping it over our heads and so forth. We didn't get any pressure on it and they basically walked through our team to score the second goal.
7: How disappointing is that? I feel like a big missed opportunity, just given how long they
6: were playing with ten men? Yep, 100 per cent, it was there for us. You know, um, uh, The first game back after the, the break, when we did the same um, in a game, where they, the opposition went down ten men and we took a step backwards um, and we got punished. Carbon copy today, so um, it's, a, it's, it's a real disappointment for us because um, if we'd have pressed and put pressure on as well as we did in the first half, and was, uh, I think we, there was a possibility we could have won the game without a doubt. Um, but we didn't do that. And until we learn valuable lessons about how our team um, does its best work, and it has to be constant and, and for 95 minutes, and it has to be every week, then we'll, our form will be up, down, and, and indifferent. And uh, that's what we have to try and um, uh, rep, uh, fix. Well, that, that's where you know you either take a step forward or you take a step back What dictates that, if your mind? I'm sure we will
1: hear a lot more about that game at Firth Park on the open line at 5 o'clock So Motherwell fans, Rangers fans, collect your thoughts And get ready to share them a bit later on But we do have a fantastic Saturday afternoon lined up for you In the Premiership and beyond Don't forget, Kelly are champions of the Championship They're coming up, we'll look back on that game Against their Broth last night There is still stuff to play for in the Championship uh, League 1 could be wrapped up today Cove Rangers have a chance to win that Against Dumbarton And there are various other talking points That I'm sure we'll get to In the course of the afternoon So sit back and relax And we will build up to the 3 o'clock games When we return next
0: The winning team All season long This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Gordon DL, Roger Hanna and Hugh Keevans are here. You can get in touch at the moment on our Twitter feed at SSB, and of course we'll give you the nod later on 5 o'clock when the open line is here and you can phone call the guys and let them know what is on your mind. We've already said goodbye to one game that's finished. Motherwell won Rangers 3. It was a, certainly an interesting afternoon at Firth Park. It looked like Motherwell maybe could cause an upset at the break but Rangers streets ahead in the second half and uh, they take all three points this afternoon which as we keep saying and as everyone knows it does half Celtic's deficit at the top but they have the chance to respond in the Highlands tomorrow. So it's three big games in the Premiership this afternoon. Uh, let's go back to certainly the biggest of them in terms of ramifications and what could happen no doubt about it Dens Park, Dundee against St John's. And I spoke to Mark McGee during the week David Friel asked him if it was a, a must win and he almost can see the, the answer coming from managers when they say it's a must not lose but even if it was to stay five points with four games to go that that would be a bit a bit much for Dundee wouldn't
5: it yeah with Gordon I think when managers say must not lose it's just because they don't want to say must win um, yeah look, look, Dundee haven't won a game under Mark McGee so if it's still going to be five granted the final four games of the season it's a tall order to think they can go and win two or three at least stay up, yeah, look, it's a huge game, it's defining for Mark McGee, it's defining for, for Dundee, you know, I think if they win today, they give themselves a real joke, a real chance of catching St Johnson, if they don't it's curtains, I think Mark McGee will be on his way out I think Dundee are definitely going down and you just you just look at the team and, you know, guys like Charlie Adam, Paul McGowan guys that have been over these kind of games so so many times in their career, they're going to be so important today, but then you also look at the St Johnson team still, the sort of nucleus inside that won the Cups last year, so Huge crowd here, lovely playing surface, lovely weather, massive travelling support, very vocal travelling support as well from St Johnson. So it's all, uh, it's all set up and I think Bobby Madden was probably hoping for a quiet weekend after last weekend, but he's not going to get it today because I'd imagine the tackles will be flying in as well.
1: What's interesting about it, David Friel, is it, it shows you when it comes to the crunch that, that Scottish football fans do tend to step up because there was a real feeling of apathy at, at Dundee. They've had a, a tough season. I think they probably know their Going down or close to going down, you saw the attendance for the visit of Rangers. It was horrific a few weeks ago, uh, but by all accounts a really good crowd inside Dens Park this afternoon.
5: Yeah, it's massive. I was actually at that Rangers game, um, working, and I couldn't believe. You know, you're in the main stand at Dens as you know, Gordon, and I couldn't believe how quiet it was and apathy's the right word. You know, it really was, you know, you could tell they'd almost just given up. But I think today, obviously, the weather helps as well. The fact it's been cranked up and it's do or die. Mark McGee's even admitted that himself, you know. The D fans are going to get right behind their team. You know, as I said, you know, they'll get guys like Charlie Adam, who'll be trying to kind of, you know, really get that atmosphere going and put pressure on St Johnson players. I think Mark McGee would probably try again, Nine games and all the pressures on St Johnson. They're the ones that are up there. They're the ones that are trying to, to go and hunt. But... I think there's pressure on both sides. Um, and it's good to see St Johnston as well. You know, sometimes, sometimes you get a bit of stick for not having a huge support, but it must be well over. Probably close to 2,000 St Johnston fans here today. So that's great to see as well. And as you say, Scottish football fans do step up, Gordon. You just need to look at the scenes last night, come on like a broth. You know, when it comes to it, they do come out in their droves.
1: Uh, yeah, it is all set up. Should be a, a big occasion there at Dens Park. Dundee taking on St Johnston. We always talk, Fraser Wishart, we become amateur psychologists at this time of the season. And I wonder if it's a particularly this part of the season where home advantage might not necessarily count. You know, I, I wonder if Hibs are relieved to, to not be playing in front of the burden that Easter Road can bring. And then on the flip side of that, do the St Mirren fans get a, a tetchy ride if things don't start well?
3: I think you're spot on, Gordon. I've said this for many years during my career a long time ago unfortunately i spent my time well my time in the bottom half of the table with st mern and motherwell and teams like that as well and it can be worse when you're at home because if you don't start well and i think starting this game is the key for both of these sides when you're low in confidence if you can start the game well and dominate for the first 20-25 minutes it can really put the, under, the, the, the other team under pressure and if that team is St at home as well then the fans might just start to turn on their players, start to get on their back I'm looking to my right and listening to David talking about huge away supports, there's not really the usual massive support so far from from part, parts of the, the sides of each stand. Uh, so the away stand are sectioned off. You know, there's uh, there's a, would almost always fill it as well. So maybe that's a, a sign of appetite towards their their team as well. So I think you're right. The start of this game is going to be absolutely critical. If the, the team starts well, I think we'll go on to win it.
1: And that is interesting, Fraser, because sometimes in the game, immediately after the manager goes. There is a bit of a, a rally, and he's called Sir David Gray for a reason. But the Hibs crowd was criticised at Hamden last week, so you're telling us they're not overly fussed about this this afternoon either.
3: Yeah, supporters like, like to support their team when, when they're doing well, and they see something at the end of it. Uh, Hibs didn't get the bounce when they got rid of Jack Ross, and they brought in Sean Maloney. So you know that there's. there's maybe something's a myth about the managers. Managers bounce. David Gray will have them organised. It looks like he's changed formations just to know the way the team is, and speak to one or two people around him as well. He's not having to make massive changes in personnel, which he hasn't done. You can almost just change the formation to make themselves a bit more solid, more difficult to, to beat. And that's something that David will certainly bring to to the, to the team. But uh, they must be low in confidence, Gordon. They've hardly won a game for a long, long time. They won one league game this calendar year, so. They have the players, Kiss Carden's been outstanding, you know, you look at James Scott on the other side, he has the ability and he did okay last week. You know, Melkus not up front, comes with a big reputation, they have players that can, can hurt the opposition, but they have to stand up and, and, and the county. I think they will today, I think Smyrna are a team in a wee bit of bother, just the whole atmosphere around the place. I think you touched on the manager's comments as well, they don't seem to have a, some of the players don't seem to have had an effect and they've got St Johnson next week, so Smyrna lose and St Johnston win there's three points between them with a game in Perth next week so huge 90% run and I think Hibs will win this one
1: does this happen Fraser where you know if Hibs are safe you know and talk about players what have they got to play for the new manager he'll be watching today whoever he is you would imagine that process must be underway are you trying to to show that you're worth keeping around the place
3: yeah, I, think, I don't think that's for today, Gordon. I think that's made, if they win today and, and they're pretty well safe, they, they still have to get enough points to, mathematically, be safe. But I don't think uh, St Johnson and St Mern would get to 41 points, so, so three points for Hibs today I think would make them safe. And then after that, it's about how do you motivate your players, but there's a bit to play for today, because if Hibs lose and St Johnson win, I know it's five points, but uh, you just never know what, what would happen. In in, in football, you know, and uh, so they've got to put all the recent results and the poor performances and two derby defeats behind them They've got to get all the the sadness of the manager going uh, because players tend to be quite sad, most of them when the manager goes because they tend to go on with the manager Um, And get all that behind them, be professional, focus on the game ahead and just take this 90 minutes and get the the three points But it's just been a sorry season for him been so promisingly, At one point I think They would dealing for a week Top of the table It's been a sorry end To the season for them
1: uh, Dave Galloway You've got your finger on the pulse With the Red Army up there In the Granite City Do they fear the worst? Or, or how would you sum up the mood?
9: There is uh, more than a little um, trepidation um, from the, the fans that I've been speaking to uh, and the fans that I know uh, this week, Gordon. It, it would be very interesting indeed, wouldn't it, to, to see how this place reacts should Livingston take the lead, you know, and should Johnson go ahead against uh, Dundee, because, of course, in the, the live table, the as it stands table, that would cut the gap to three points and that would um, I reckon introduce a a lot of twitchiness and a lot of nervousness um, in the crowd remember after Aberdeen's home defeat by Ross County a couple of weeks ago the fans were chanting you're not fit to wear the shirt now Livy have the chance to really try and turn that home support against their side which probably wouldn't take much to be honest and uh, just looking incidentally round these stands plenty plenty empty seats um, I was expecting a, a bigger crowd than this it's a beautiful sunny day but the fans the Red Army certainly have not uh, turned out in force. it would be interesting to see what this crowd uh, pans out to be and how they react to this game it's, it's a huge one
1: ah, they've still got five minutes to come off, off up off the beach Hugh Evans and join in I'm l- looking at Hibbs
2: um, American owned Aberdeen American owned And For Americans Involved in sport I know that Dave Cormack is Scottish But An American you know, American mindset they, they can't be doing With apathy uh, And uh, Apathy it Gets you empty seats At Pataudry And Not a full compliment In the away end At Paisley So they have major problems to address because they have to win over a support.
1: Well, it won't be up against David Martindale or Marvin Bartley in the dugout, but Jim Goodwin has been speaking ahead of the visit of Livingston.
5: They still have to have a positive mindset going into the game. We know we're going to be in a, a hell of a challenge on Saturday. You know, You know exactly what you're going to get with Livingston in terms of their commitment and their effort. But you're right to point out they're not the long ball team that they might have been two or three seasons ago. You know, Davey Martindale in fairness to him deserves a lot of credit for the changes that he's made uh, to the system and to the personnel. And um, they've got some very good footballers in their team, you know, that could cause us problems of our own. So we have to give them the utmost respect. Of course, as always, we'll be favorites to win the game. Um, And, we need to accept
1: that Well that is that The scene is pretty much set We've given you all the team news We've heard from the managers We've tried to explain the scenarios It is the business end of the season For a reason Some huge games up and down the country We've already had one at Fur Park And the remaining three in the Premiership And big games beyond all kick off next
0: The fastest goals The expert opinions This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Okay, y'all predicted a Rangers victory earlier on, so you yeah. got that right. No I one was, right I was closest. No one right on the score. How is the Saturday afternoon Aka going with you hopeless tipsters? Hibernian to win in Paisley. Oh bad news buddies. Oh, good news, Johnston
2: buddies. to make Mark McGee the naked rambler <sighs> and Aberdeen to finally give themselves a shake and win it home. Two aways and one home. For Roger Hannah? Aberdeen to beat Managerless as he is Livingston today
7: Managerless Hibs To get a draw At St Mirren And Mark
8: McGee Can keep the gear on Dundee will beat St Johnson I'm not far off Roger I'm going Aberdeen To beat Livingston I'm going Dundee St Johnson draw And St Mirren Hibbs draw
0: Goal Flashes with Aspire Industrial Services leading the way in industrial and corporate branded workwear.
1: Right, we're underway in the three o'clock games. Do you know what's most disturbing about all this? I think you've all got the Mark McGee arrangement the wrong way round, Roger Hannah. Mm. Oh, no, it's if they win, he's taking his kit off.
8: Oh well,
7: and
1: this case, is important. I can't believe we're analysing this in, in, that in forensic case, detail. Just
8: showed you the confidence he's got in his team.
1: If we beat St Johnston, I have to go naked for a week. He said. He won't be troubled
7: i love ah, will... my photographer Outside the training ground
2: 10am Monday <laughs> He can have a three piece suit on on Monday Because he will not be going naked St Johnson will win that game
1: The St Johnson Ultras are there The flares are out The pyrotechnics are on show And they fancy it We're going to keep a close eye on Dundee St Johnson today It is everyone in agreement you know, is this it? Dundee.
7: Yeah, lose th- today? It's, it's yeah, i think if yeah. they lose today it is all. Well. I am interested though, Hugh, you're know, like down
8: like St. Johnson win. Does Nadia Sift say so the winner? I would <laughs> well, just I would just like to say, Roger, I don't know if that diet's kicking in yet. Maybe it takes two or three weeks,
1: but he's got, got this, he's got a shot on though for the Oh, oh, he's the doing a wee access, dance yeah. do,
8: you, do you know what? He's he's quite right to lighten the mood, Gordon You know, he's coming out with something different You hate to see managers saying the same nonsense Week in, week out You it's just written. prefer
1: your nonsense to be different
8: Yeah, give, give a wee bit of insight Give a wee bit of character over there Have a laugh and see where it takes you I'm not against it A lot of people criticise Matt McGee because of that Matt McGee, one, was a very good player and he's a very experienced manager Whether you like him or not But I think for in the dressing room Change the mood of the dressing room
1: And obviously that's what he's trying to do
8: And I wish him all the
1: best He'll be getting bored though He's approaching What is he? He's close to the thousand game mark isn't yeah. he? He's not there yet No But he's I, close He so you just want to mix it up a bit
2: Right But anyway You know the, He's given us a laugh But Now the laughing stops And the serious heads have to go on if they lose, they're eight points behind St Johnston, and he would be as well going back to Brighton. Uh, but if they win, different story. However, St Johnston have got to be thinking we've had an awful season, but in the space of two games, we can build our own survival, beat Dundee, three points away from St Mirren mm. if they lose, and we
1: play St Mirren next. You're all missing the point, though. I, I hate to break it to you, but. This actually isn't the big match of the weekend oh. I don't know how to break this to you And I hope neither of them wanted to, Kept a secret Because you know what I'm like Once I get going on here So I just noticed Ali Crawford going down uh, And winning a free kick for St Johnson Have you heard about the big match of the weekend? No DL versus Ali Crawford at the golf tomorrow They've been oh, drawn together
8: Been drawn together in the doubles In the
1: doubles tomorrow
8: And, and let me say uh, He's a very good player not as talented as myself So But a whole lot younger Yes Yes And he'll probably he'll, he'll be decent enough Gordon But experience
1: May tell Do you think so? He's the low handicapper Is is the pressure on him? or No, you, no. Did you go in as underdog? Or is your reputation up I there?
8: I really don't know I just I'm looking forward to it You know that uh, Bad sportsmanship will come in If they're <laughs> winning uh, that's a, that's a given And I hope he understands it
1: will, will you cheat, do you think?
8: I don't cheat at golf But I will speak very loudly um, I will try and do a little bit of um, You know, putting people off Of course I do It's all part of the game You do it in football What's up with doing it in golf? He will be asked, I will be talking...
1: Roger, do you me. fancy going along? We'll get you the, the kit, oh, you can go and report I'm, on it for us.
7: Listen, I'm not really a golfer, I'm interested in warm-up. Ali Crawford's warm-up for this tie is 90 minutes against Dundee Dens this afternoon. How are you planning to prepare for this tonight, Daz?
8: I'll be taking it easy, a nice, easy, relaxing night watching TV, mm. Roger. Looking forward
1: to it. Charlie Adam whips in a free kick, uh, but Xander Clark takes it. Actually, I meant to ask you earlier... Um, you know, hearing from Mark McGee and all the stuff that's gone into. Did you ever do anything out there? You know, in the lead up to a game. Have you a, heard something? Any like, strange preparation?
8: Have you heard something? Yeah, I don't. Do you know something? You've just come right flicking over to me, and I'm thinking, with a smile on your face, you've got something. I'm just curious. <laughs> yes, you,
1: the, yes, you have. No, I don't. I genuinely um, don't. It's just not, you know, knowing you as I do, the type of life that you lead. I just, just wonder if you ever. Prepared oh, for a big game in any yeah, strange I, I fashion.
8: Had, I had one moment, yeah. I just okay. one moment that um, is very well known in Kirkcaldy years. my preparation before a cup final was good.
1: That's not really what I was. I, oh, was it not? He's taking this. <laughs> he's taking this down a road that I don't no. want to go. I really don't. I just uh, thought, you know, he's he's a strange guy. He's quite superstitious. I'm he's superstitious, a yeah. But um, I just wondered if he'd ever gone full Mark McGee.
8: No, I never mentioned are we doing silly. Ooh, great efforts. Close for St.
1: John'son. I think it was Jamie McCart of all people with a dipping volley from the edge of the box that goes over the top. Um, Gabriel Jesus has scored for Man City to put them one up on Watford. The first goal in Scotland went to Queens Park's Connor Smith one minute on the clock to go one up at Montrose. Let's do this, Hugh. Yeah.
0: The first half teaser with the Scottish Sun.co.uk football for the best football news and opinion online.
2: This is the first time I've ever been in the studio on a Saturday with the Quiz King that is Roger Hannah. So I'll see how quickly he can get this one. Since the start of the 2010 2011 season, Seven players have won at least two Scottish Premiership Player of the Month awards and still play in the top flight here in Scotland. Name them. Since the start of season 2010, 2011, seven players have won at least two Scottish Premiership Player of the Month awards
1: and still play here in our top flight. Who are they? I think that's extremely difficult I think that's really tough So we're going to have to have some good knowledge out there At Clyde SSB Looking for one tweet with all the correct names on it And you need to do it quicker than everyone else That is the name of the game So send us the tweet at Clyde SSB And we'll see who the winner is towards the end of the first half Do you know what? I've just... I've seen some sights in my life But this might be the worst yet Um, From smiley face On... Twitter. He sent us a photoshopped image. I certainly hope it's photoshopped of Mark McGee. Um, do you ever remember the Kim Kardashian picture, mm. I think, when she supposedly broke the internet? Yeah. And wasn't wearing very much, all sort mm-hmm. of oiled up and the rest of it. Um, he sort of turned that into Mark McGee. So he's put Mark McGee's face on it. But it's certainly not Kim Kardashian's body either. It's kind of half her, half Mark McGee, um, from the back, I should say, and uh, a heater. Um, has been put there as well, and some j- uh, a jam piece, a piece and jam oh, in the corner. Yes. Nice, very creative after the week we've had. Um, but my word, it's disturbing.
7: Yes, it's. Um, it could be worse after the week we've had. <laughs> we're lucky he didn't put Martin McGee's head on Naked Martin.
1: That uh, that is true. After him last week as well, Are you having that as an image here. It's an old heater. Oh that's what? an
8: old heater. Remember the heaters?
1: I used to have one.
8: Yeah, that's. Mm. Uh, I recognised that right away. I would recognise that heater anywhere.
1: I wonder if there's anything in that. I wonder if there's anything that rivals Mark McGee this week. What would be the great sort of weird and wonderful techniques that managers have used over the years? I mean, are there any other out there? Well, I'll just throw that out there to the to the listeners, because you know, there must be something. You know, whether it's along the same lines as Mark McGee or something completely different, is there anything you think compares? What are the weird and wonderful techniques that managers have used over the years? Is there anything that stands out for you? Could be Scottish football or it could be further afield Is there anything at all That we've overlooked Anything that competes Alex, uh, With Mark Sir McGee Sir this Alex week
2: and Paisley Used to get, the, get in the car Get the loud hailer uh, Somebody would drive the car And he'd go through The streets of Paisley
1: Is the, that true? Yeah, yeah Absolutely true i sort of heard that That's remarkable yeah. Yeah. Hugh twice going to Government at home For me
8: <laughs> What did he go through The streets sing?
1: No, was he's got, singing.
2: Someone's he? driving the car. He's got the, the megaphone. Vote Fergie. It. Come to <laughs> come to
1: Love Street. We Seriously? need your bashing. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. That
8: is that. That's why he was top class.
1: Uh, Just that.
8: Yeah, I would. When under pressure, I go through streets, going stay away. <laughs> <laughs> Game cancelled. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I wonder if there is. That's a good. That's a good shout, Hugh. That's a good one to kick us off. So, Sir Alex with the loud hailer. What about Steve Evans Paisley?
7: when he was manager down at Leeds? The Scottish manager said if if he got them up, he would go to the last game of the season dressed as if he was going to the beach And <sighs> Salou or Benidorm. And he Dorm. did do it, and didn't he, 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 he? Did do it as well. Pictures were ridiculous. Hawaiian shirt.
1: Yeah, I've got that image somewhere in the back of my head. I wish I didn't. But yeah, did they have the Hawaiian shirt on something <laughs> I like he that? he the, had kind of the, Bermuda
7: some, shorts sombrero and the, the flip flops.
1: Right, go on then, you're always much better at this than us, we're hopeless quite frankly You listeners know everything, you can remember it all So what are the weird and wonderful managerial techniques over the years on the back of Mark McGee's interesting week What have you got for us? Anything else out there? Doesn't even need to be, you know, superstitions about winning, just anything at all It's a blank canvas for you, the weird and wonderful techniques managers have used over the years, we've got Steve Evans in his beachwear, we've got Sir Alex on the loud hailer yep. uh, going round the streets of Paisley. What now, have you got for us out there? You
2: know, I won't let you down on this. You know that I'm a sophisticated old codger and I will watch my words carefully. John Lambie, when he was manager of Partick Thistle and they were having a dreadful run, said that he and Mrs. Lambie.
1: Oh, sorry, Hugh, we have to wait on this. Goal flashes with
0: AspireGlasgow.com.
1: The top two buttons. Are being undone as we speak. It's Dundee one, St Johnston nil. Jordan Marshall with a low shot. We kept saying it was a huge game. Dundee need to win to have any chance of staying up, and they've taken the lead at Dens. How big a goal could that be?
8: Massive, absolutely massive. I was just going to say before uh, you was telling the story there that I've really enjoyed the first opening 10 minutes of this game Gordon, it's very end both teams obviously know how important it was Charlie Adam the captain playing a big role in the middle of the park he's got a lovely left foot uh, he's not as mobile as he who he once was but it's great play and the fact that Dundee they needed to get the, the first goal especially at home Um, it's good play down the right hand side it's just a cut back it's laid off to him and I tell you what it gives the goalkeeper Zander Clark absolutely no chance with that Marshall with that left foot on the edge of the box Gordon strikes it brilliantly Mark McGee hands in the head going oh no oh no (laughs) what have you just done to me but the Dundee fans are celebrating in fine style yeah, the atmosphere has gone
7: up more than one notch at A decent home crowd in there A good support from St Johnston as well David Philo will tell us at half time just what the atmosphere is like But Dundee will have their first Scent of safety
2: Well there's nothing, there's no downside To taking the lead in a match like this uh, You have created a, An optimistic mindset For yourself and you've put a real seed of doubt Into the minds of all the St Johnston Players and it's a terrific finish
8: I've got to say it's good play with Paul McGowan on the edge of the box The ball comes to him, Hugh He sees Marshall out the corner of his eye Sets him up The the weight of the pass is brilliant And the full-back just puts his laces through it And gives the goalkeeper absolutely no chance Fantastic start for Dundee I have a feeling this might not be Ali Crawford's weekend He gave the ball away, did you notice that? Yeah, his confidence is shattered He's obviously, the news is filtered through to Den's (laughs) That we've been talking about. You won't he, mention he, that he, tomorrow, he, when Oh, he's, Oh, that, that's I've already noted that I'll, down. As over. for the first tee,
7: Ali will be over that first putt in the first green. does will be saying, Jordan Marshall. <laughs> Jordan Marshall. <laughs>
1: oh. uh, Richard Tate's already limped off for St. Mirren. Took a sore one, a 50 50 with Stevenson. J Henderson. Has come on So that sounds a bit like A reshuffle Roger I don't think Jay Henderson will go and do The Richard Tate role Well I
7: think he'd actually Changed the formation It was a sort of three-five-two he was looking at With Richard Tate As a right wing bag So it might actually yeah. be that You know Jay certainly Henderson Certainly more attacking change though, isn't it? very much more attacking I like Jay Henderson I think he's a decent player um, One of the better Homegrown players this season In the SPFL Premiership And I certainly don't think It will hurt St Mirren much
2: Great start from Mark McGee Does comedy work? Is that the way ahead? You take the attention away The heat away from your players By rambling on about radiators and diets And
1: so far 12 minutes in it's worked. How's the bet, the charity bet, going with Mark Wilson about Nadir Chiefchi's goal return?
8: It's going very well. For you. Um,
1: he's on nil so far. And what does he need to do in the next five, five games? Five. So he needs to score five in the next five games it's, for you to lose.
8: It started off six. Um, obviously, I was feeling a bit sorry for him. Um, got him down to five. Big afternoon for him. He's got an, an opportunity here to. To try and do something. He's not had the best of starts at St Johnston.
1: <sighs> Almost 2 0. McGowan shot deflected wide, and it was another great move, you have to oh. say. Uh, Dundee really looking to try and turn the screw here. Well, as I say, you've
2: created a confident, optimistic mindset, and you've got the St Johnston fans and players at it, uh, and you've got to capitalise on that because if they go two up, Jonathan fans and
1: players will suspect they're done for today. The, the man they call the Loch Ness Drogba has scored again for Sunderland from the penalty spot. Ross Stewart. Uh, was in the the last Scotland squad of course. Didn't get any game time in the end, did he? Um no. he had to settle for a, a spectator's role. Keep seeing the odd report here and there about interest from Rangers. Any life in that as far as you very much so believe, Roger and Hugh? Yeah, very
2: much so. Um Ooh, very confident in that statement, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you take it from me. Ooh, I'll take it. Are from you me. as confident, uh, Roger? Say not, no, please, say not, no. not as confident as, as you. Not, no, no, I don't no. have any superior knowledge.
7: No, I'm just saying not but, as, not as confident as you.
8: But to be fair, in the studio, he's a senior guy. Yes. He's he knows a lot more than you, Roger, uh, throughout <laughs> the years. I'm I'm not I'm not putting in his blame on to you. He, the fact that the he used to he used to run around with Ross
1: Stewart's dad, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> I got a photograph from Rod earlier in the season. This is actually throwing me off. Um, Roger Han has never been in that part of the studio before, and it kind of it, I meant to ask this question earlier to Callum and, and the guy. What did he do to deserve but, to join but us on a Saturday afternoon? Because Wilson's in Chicago well, I get that, but what's up no, with you, Why you, him? You I, I, I want
8: Fraser in, right? I've I've got. I'll show my hand right away, Roger. But
1: Fraser's much better At analysing the games Than 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 Roger is Out, no, and, out, out no, and about
8: You feel good When you
1: stand next to Fraser You know You feel alive Hold on a minute <laughs> ten, ten minutes ago During the break You were slaughtering Roger Hanna's choice of eyewear well, What's well, changed?
8: Well I'll tell you what The one thing Fraser wouldn't do Is Roger's right into The, the, the quiz already Not the quiz The, the teaser The teaser and, and he's not even wo- needed his glasses yet. <laughs> the worrying thing is, there's two strands coming down the brew. That's a worrying <laughs> thing for anybody out now, there that's racing you, the Roger. You guys talk about this as if it's some sort of privilege. Every Saturday
7: through the winter, yeah. I've been out in two feet of snow, driving rain, minus five conditions, <laughs> and it's sunny today. howling wind. The first time there's a glint of sunshine in the season, I'm stuck
1: in here for six and a quarter well, hours. I'm with you. YouTube. I'd rather be at a game this afternoon for sure, no doubt about Producer it. You're doing
8: me in. Oh, absolutely. Nah, Hamst you do a do You're lazy. No, I'm not lazy. I no, just, you are. I've, I've, I've. It's like few about we've done that, we've been there, we've no, done No, no, it. no, It can't ticket. be the real thing. You don't want to go out there no. and you'd be nah. sitting in amongst no, you do. people and <laughs> stuff like that.
7: If,
1: no. you,
8: if you'd been at Fun Park, you'd be home by now. No,
7: he
1: no, probably, <laughs> <on.
2: laughs> <laughs>
8: <laughs> <laughs> probably kept me on
2: But <clears throat> I'm enjoying
1: this game so far It's open too. Oh, shots fired from Wishart Who says he would bring better biscuits as well Well oh. See,
8: there you go A bit of class Two patch you know what, in I, 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 don't,
1: I don't do this lightly But I, I think you're at it I think Rogers produced An absolutely appropriate selection this afternoon And he's, he's thoughtful Something that you don't Even know the meaning of he knows that Hugh doesn't like chocolate He brought shortbread for chocolate He brought the sort of luxurious cookie type for us I'm happy with that
8: I, I am not because he gave me the big build up on Tuesday I'm coming in and he was and in He just wanted, look, look, he wanted to befriend us on.
1: I know that some of the waistlines in here would suggest otherwise But six hours or not We're not going through more than what two packets of biscuits right? in
7: here well, The way he's going just now he might. Is he
1: firing them away oh, is he? Oh he's picking crumbs out his hair
8: After two I've had two I've <laughs> had two <laughs> To be honest with you, they were quite nice, but I was expecting a little bit more.
1: There's been a big goal in the Championship, it was a few minutes ago now, but I got distracted. Partick Thistle won them Firmland nil. Ross Docherty on 15 minutes, Roger. Huge goal for the Pals, uh, sorry, for Partick
7: nope. against the Pals yep. because a win today with the goal difference, a win today more or less cements them in the playoff places. I was at the Firmland for Super Scoreboard last week for 79 minutes, they were awful against Air United, and somehow they score two goals from long range they win the game and it's really tight down there because oh. Queen of the South against the air is a huge win too
1: this is a big moment in the season Fraser wisher has been in touch again to say that Gordon's VIP invite to the Player of the Year awards <laughs> is hanging by a thread
8: seriously well if it's hanging by a thread And I'm not there the VIP may as well rip it up that's you in a be good room. V- most v of oh, VI I've been in there before it's it's a good room to be in oh, and yeah I told you Do not say a word against Wish Up to the 2nd of May.
1: Let's up the quizzing. We've already got one teaser on the go. Notts County have just scored, and you're thinking, where is this heading? A goal scored by Aaron Neman. Roger, although that's too easy. Who did he play for up here?
8: He played with Hearts. Nope. (laughs) Um, Hold yeah. on I, yeah. I know who you, he played for You're, you're, you're going to get list. Obviously a The of teams fired that you here no,
1: yeah, Please don't just name every team in the right, league Right, okay because
8: Oh, I played
2: with Rangers He did play with oh, the Rangers Sorry, my apologies Remember
1: that name, Hugh? Yeah you Do I, you? Yeah, i I'm surprised re-
2: I didn't want to butt in I was going to say oh, Rangers I knew yeah.
1: he wouldn't get it though
2: I did get it
8: Well in I just took a bit of time it was, it was there It was easy to
1: get right, reminders of the actual teaser Many were got, Roger Okay, since the
2: start of the 2010-2011 season Seven players have won at least two Scottish Mm. Premiership Player of the Month awards And they still play in
1: the Scottish top flight Name them Only one person's got that Because it is tough I know you don't all easily recall Who was Player Mm -hmm. of the Month I get that But maybe just think of guys That have been in our top flight for a while Not all of them But most of them have been here for a while and, you know, clearly hit some some heights over that time. I'll give you a clue. One of them has only been here this season, and yet has already got the the two. We've got that Player of the Month awards. This guy's that good. He's g- eight. <laughs> he has counted them. And uh, now we are also asking, in honour of Mark McGee today, what are the weird and wonderful management techniques that you've you've seen over the years? It can be anything at all. Uh, we've got one from Teague. I hope I've pronounced that properly. My apologies if not Ronnie Dyler stripping After winning the league For New York And at Strum's Godset that, that would count wouldn't it You have to He's He was Mark McGee Before Mark McGee thought of it So yeah We'll, we'll take that Oh Sideshow Bob's got a good I like this from afar I mean it's better If it's mm. Scottish football Bielsa And Spygate Remember that Oh yeah 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 Was it Derby They got caught yeah, spying yeah, yeah. on yeah, Frank Lambert And then of course They met later in the season And when the goals go in The old binocular celebration <laughs> Yeah I like that That's a good shout from Sideshow On that one What else have we got Coming in here GCam Sir Alex told his players After the 2008 Champions League final If any of his players Didn't want to win it again He'd rip up their contract But they got to the 2009 final And lost to the Brilliant Barcelona team um, That's not quite as out there I mean it's, it's bold um, Producer Callum Who you know How he feels about Dundee United Tells me that apparently um Ivan Golak Made the players Walk round Camperdown Park And smell the flowers Yes True Before the cup final Yeah Is that very true, true. <laughs> it's very true yeah. 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 Is that right God, That really gets you inspired Doesn't it Yeah I'd love to have played On the
8: well, Obviously Yeah of course it did <laughs> You'd be able to smell it oh, From yeah, the car I would, park, I, would, course. Course. I would be
1: in the house That would be a nice easy uh, Afternoon for you Right okay Gordon But I'll tell you what you <laughs> More should have about Roger? You should, should have seen him With Tony Watt last night Oh disgusting Sycophantic Producer Callum Selfies Autographs Seriously? The lot Yeah, unbelievable Unbelievable Well,
8: he's a, big, he's a big fan Last so.
1: time we ever have a Dundee United player in here mm, was, uh, What uh, was weird about it, it was during the show as well Did Tony say
7: You're that lad that was in hospitality the other week in your school uniform <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think you did recognise him uh, From that episode But yeah, it was, it was disgusting quite frankly um, The Wishart curse is quite something isn't it He used to be a magnet for nil-nils who was the one Hibs player he praised before the game? Chris Carden He's limped off with a <laughs> hamstring injury And he's been replaced by Josh Doyle. <laughs> uh,
8: he knows a relegation battle washer I tell you, it's been some week for Hibs Because for me,
7: Chris Carden's been their best player in recent weeks Scored the oh. goal in the semi-final against Hearts He's been a, a consistent performer for them in, in a difficult spell of the season So th- that's a
1: setback to David Gray losing him so early I'll tell you what this is the You would think See if we'd done this on purpose Hugh It would be genius radio mm. Stephen Hill And loads of others are on Demanding the end of the John Lambie story ah. Do you see that We've kept them hanging on We've kept them listening longer That is the aim of the game It just so happens that A Dundee goal distracted us But go on Finish the, your story
2: The late great John Lambie When it at Partick Thistle They were going through A very bad run And he said that Until such times As they Won a game he and Mrs Lambie To put this delicately Oh no Would be repairing to Separate rooms Of an evening Until Partick Thistle won again. Don't ask Gordon Deal about this Don't
1: ask Gordon Dell about this Don't ask Gordon DL about this, DL DL about this. Stop it No <laughs> You're not trusted To input in this conversation so, Seriously Yeah yeah there And there was not only Well firstly not only willing to do that But secondly but To make it public. it public Yeah exactly
2: John Lambie I loved it. <laughs> I loved it, John Lambie uh, That room at Firhill Just being magnificent But it was all the madness. He just, was
8: one of the best going about oh, you. Yeah, I, I had, I had a great, great relationship with John Spoke to him When I was a manager Spoke to him nearly every week And for about an hour or two and He didn't
1: take that, that tactic off him though Did you?
8: Uh, no, I'd, I I would have probably
7: he thought
1: about it a couple of times. I'd have just used decided.
7: pre-season that one. Did did John not convince the Thistle board to stump up the money to take the players to Blackpool for yeah. a, Yes, a, for a bonding weekend, and yes. he got That's there a good one. And he left Jerry Collins to take them because the real reason for going to Blackpool was he wanted to go to the homing yeah. pigeon That's meeting. It. That's, That's it. a good
1: one. That is a very good one. That might be my favourite yet. Colin McAllister wants to talk about the whole the whole manager doing the old halftime uh, team talk on the pitch. Brown Philbert was it? Phil yeah, and Phil then Jimmy Bullard yeah. recreated <laughs> yeah, it. Didn't yeah. he? The, he took the Mickey out them. Uh, I kind of knew this one came up for some. Uh, this one would come up for some reason. This is what popped into my head when I asked the question. Mikey, Felix Magath, when he was at Fulham, used cheese to help players with their injuries. By placing cheese In the affected area To say it would help them Heal faster Do you remember that? Fortunately no I Do don't remember o- Honestly when I asked the question For some reason that, That's that's what I had in mind I didn't bother saying Jeez. it Because I thought Someone out there Will um, And Mikey has not Disappointed me Yeah no, look it up I,
8: I don't know what you're looking at By if the way It to...
1: was something like a, Somebody's got a Cruciate Or something And he's rocked up With a block of mild cheddar It was something Well along I've got, along
8: got a co- torn cartley, So I might get the Dairyly out tonight <laughs>
7: The Laughing Cow Yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely not Oh, Do you know what I see producer Callum he just he, He's one of these annoying folk That loves puns constantly And he's really? just buzzed in my ear And said it made them feel fetter <laughs> oh, <laughs> That is disgraceful Just yeah. when you thought his behaviour With Tony Watt last oh. night Couldn't get any worse He's gone he's and <laughs> done that Ridiculous That's quite absolutely, clever Absolutely uh, Absolutely ridiculous That's a
7: quicker red card Than
1: Leon Balligan oh, Honestly It is <laughs> I just honest, I don't know where to take that From here I must admit
10: he's,
1: well, now, he's 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 suggesting more In my ear And if he thinks They're getting red out No He thinks it was Gouda uh, So you're uh, worse. No. I think you're, you're stretching now oh. he's, looking, he's, looking, he's laughing at His own jokes <laughs> How bad is that Oh my goodness The worst of it is Roger Hanna's now Trying to think of so not, I'm going l-
8: through Every cheese I'm, in
1: the world I'm uh, actually
7: looking Over your shoulder At how well Dundee Are performing yeah. In the first 25 minutes At Den's Park This afternoon I, I, I know we take the mickey Out of Nadia sister Because of the charity bet But He's lucky if he's had Five touches Far less five goals In his St John's <laughs> career He has been poor His
1: teammates have been poor St John's need to Shake themselves yeah. to life You know what team Producer Calum supports Of course don't you United Dunbury United. Oh, oh. no, getting worse. Get them worse. Yeah. Is, is it him? That's yeah, yeah he's, them. he's suggesting them all, every single Dun-Bee one of them. It's shocking. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a name we know well. Jamie Murphy has scored for Mansfield against Crawley. Is that the same, Jamie Murphy? No, it's not, is it? Yeah, no, yeah, no, it's that, yeah, that, it. for Mansfield. Yeah. yeah, I had something in the back of my head because Andy Halday was telling us some good stories about Jamie Murphy's um, manager at the moment because it's Nigel Clough, isn't Nigel Clough, yeah. it? Um, yeah, Mansfield won. Crawley nil. Jamie Murphy with the goal uh, there. Take look. Look at Mark McGee on the screen. That is an extra short button undone. Yeah. You can't tell me that hasn't come off the back of that Dundee goal. The, the two below it.
8: The shirt and tie on it. Three o'clock. Look up now.
1: I'll tell you what you've. Done this deliberately, haven't you? Sandra says, Do you want a box of these dropped in for next week's tea break? And it's oh, cupcakes. You want to see the standard? They oh, look Sandra, really where are you when I need you? <laughs> they look spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> Although she uh, says it's to shut the dazzler up, which is not uh, a oh, listen,
8: I'm quite happy promising to thing shut to up hear when you're on radio. Sandra throws a cupcakes in towards
1: me. Um, Remind us Oh there's another Big goal In the championship Roger Morton Nil Inverness 1 Roddy McGregor Yeah not quite safe Yet Morton So that'll be a setback
7: yeah. Do get started Really brightly We even had a caller On Tuesday night Touting him For the Hibernian job But that's a setback Interesting as well Stenhousemuir murr Nils 2 If that stays like that, Edinburgh City Who won last night Against Annen They will be secure In the final promotion Playoff plays from League 2
1: Uh, Yeah, there's a lot to play for in Scotland today As we said, we're waiting on Cove To potentially clinch the title against Dumbarton What do they need? Just need to win They were very close They were two minutes from doing it last week Until Airdrie popped up
7: with a late, late winner against Dumbarton And it would be, I think, fitting for Paul Hartley and his players If they could do it in front of their own fans this afternoon It's been an incredible rise I think this would be three promotions in four seasons for the club What sort of crazy to get there, Roger I don't really Well, listen, they're trying to build... You know Bigger crowds It's obviously difficult Going in as a second club In mm. the city of Aberdeen But they're working Very very hard In the community I know a couple of people Up there who Are employed On a part time basis now. Would you just like they're To answer the question
8: Rather than go around the blocks 1,411 That's 1, all I was looking for Thank you It's a long story of That to get to 1,400 That's because
1: He didn't know the answer
7: well,
8: He was we'll making up yeah, yeah, Even much. one thousand
7: four hundred elevens, I guess <laughs>
1: Um, don't forget To keep your suggestions Coming in I'm enjoying these In honour of Mark McGee's week What are the weird And wonderful techniques Tactics that managers Have used over the years Miko says What about the time Mark Wilson promised To pay all the breaking players Phone bills if they won And look how that Ended he says
8: <laughs> He never He never promised Of course bro. he didn't it's God. Just a wee joke I think right, okay.
1: From Mick on there So One he didn't know What that meant Breaking. Uh, yeah you can send them Over at Clyde SSB Uh, We'll read some out Have a bit of fun with that one Hugh has the actual teaser Which is Since the start of the
2: 2010-2011 season Seven players have won At least two Scottish Premiership Player of the Month awards And they still play In the Scottish
1: top flight Who are they? There is a place available On the podium still We've not filled that So get your answers in If you think you can Come up with them all I'll give you some more clues We'll do wrong answers Hugh Allen Lappin Has gone for Johnny Hayes Not Johnny He's gone for Stephen Davis No He's gone for Alan McGregor No James Forrest Not James. Tom Rogic. No Tony Watt No Alan that was a spectacular effort He has got one of them right oh. Out of the Out of the seven um, And I've been very selective I've missed out the one he's got right Because where's the fun In that A few are saying Um, James Forrest which isn't right uh, Callum McGregor on there No he's not Sorry IB67 Is Andy Considine on there No I'd say one of the most popular wrong answers Grant Munn as well has gone for Stephen Davis No Okay I'll give you a bit of a clue so they have all bar one played for the old firm at some point so all all of them bar one yep. And the other one Is a hearts player yep. At the moment So there we go I don't know if that helps you at all oh, But there is know, one place there. left On the podium Get yeah. your answers in At Clyde SSB um, Roger Hannahs uh, Fraser Wishart Sorry he's worried He has taken absolutely no Notes yet For the St Mirren game Because there's well Not a lot happening here uh,
2: that, right. that does surprise me um, Because You know There's so much at stake for both of them. Um, but apathy seems to have set in if the Hibs fans haven't bought all the tickets as they did not buy all the tickets for last week's semi-final. Uh, apathy has set in at Easter Road and that's a dangerous enemy to have. Uh, I think Ron Gordon and Dave Cormack could be doing with coming over here from America and having a look at Potaudry and Easter Road because if apathy is setting in they
1: had better nip it in the bud by Delivering on behalf of the are fans Are we getting any Do,
8: reports on it? is an exciting game Yeah, Aberdeen were
1: dominating possession certainly um, But not oh. finding that breakthrough
7: You would have to yet. believe That the people at Pataudry And at St Mirren Are aware that St Johnson are losing at home To Correct. Dundee yeah. And they will be aware that actually A draw in those two games Isn't a bad
2: outcome for any of the yeah. four of them Sean Rooney squaring up to Charlie Adam there who would your money be on on the night of the Dillian White and the Tyson Fury fight who'd your money be on? Mm. Sean
1: Rooney's not shy is he? No,
2: no Bell boy Charlie's a Dundonian mm, Hardy Boys uh, yeah, as well. yeah.
1: Are you going to purchase The boxing tonight Or get yeah. someone else To pay for it And go to their house And watch it Me? yeah, no, it? I thought that Who, Who's who's footing the bill Nor, This time
2: Normally the son-in-law He's within walking distance Of yeah, my yeah, house so. I'm not a
8: big boxing fan Hugh, But I'm going to watch that tonight I'm <laughs> going to pay for it tonight I'll bet well, you are
1: Much is it? £20 or something? Your magic TV You'll get you that No no moment. no no,
8: no, no. I've, I don't have a magic TV Do you
1: TV. not Alright okay You, you, you <laughs> managed to watch A spectacular amount Of um, sporting events uh, For someone who doesn't like Putting their everything. hand in their pocket The last so, time
7: Either of these Paid for the boxing Sugar Ray Robinson Won on points No no It was
2: Benny Lynch In my case <laughs>
1: Olivia um, well, have nearly scored By the way Noble with, with the cross Deflected by Bates And uh, I could save To prevent an own goal From Joel Lewis
2: 90,000 people at Wembley yeah. Incredible 90,000 yep. Incredible
1: Can you
8: imagine Pitching up there 90,000 And gets Finished in about 30 seconds of first round
1: even though Mike Tyson Fight at Hamden? Wasn't uh, it? Yeah. Was that over in fo- yeah, 45 loo- seconds Loose of a yeah. Yeah. Is that what it was? it was Round about then
2: Wasn't yeah. it the, the, the night
1: began The fight on the Airplane lasted Even longer than that During the, the week um, Seriously Did you I see that Mike Yeah yeah, yeah. You don't want to uh, I'm not I'm not going to Victim blame That would be inappropriate And shouldn't make light Of a serious situation But mm. you got to question The wisdom of annoying Mike Tyson In a confined space Yeah what are you thinking of man <laughs> Um, that, that, I don't think I've ever heard you keep say man <laughs> In that context
2: before Brilliant um, the, the night at the Hamden Started in a sheep wave Honestly it was Boiling And it, then the skies opened As Iron Mike came out And it, it hit everybody hit the referee once uh, It was a, a mad flurry of rows. What year was that Hugh I, I don't remember Well, oh, it must be 20 odd years ago now Because at my uh, Hamden Park Yeah Uh Great crowd he caused a sensation all over Glasgow When he was here Mobbed everywhere he went uh, It was incredible But uh, It was all over In
1: seconds As I say In the flurry of blows The referee even caught one 2000 The year 2000 It was in Two the summer more? As you say June, yeah. yep, Late June 2000 3-1
7: one, Man City now that Turns up the heat in Liverpool again Gordon down Who's south Who's the
1: Blues playing the Watford Oh, that's a that's three points in the bag, Roger. Um because yeah, he, he was he wore the Scotland top in advance of the fight, didn't he, Mike Tyson? I'm sure I can yeah. remember that picture. Yeah, yeah.
7: Bertie Vox nearly picked him.
1: <laughs> that, well at that stage I think we, oh, we would have a great
2: save. save from the goalkeeper oh, from, from oh, 90. 90. Oh. You watch what
8: you're doing, sir. You pass it to someone else if you've got a score.
2: That that who would have been an incredible equaliser, but it's a wonderful save from the goalkeeper.
1: Yeah, really good save. To keep Dundee in front Albion Rovers nil. Sterling Albion 1 Dale Carrick with the goal For Stirling Norwich nil. Newcastle 1 Joe Linton How
8: good is Newcastle just now yeah, Climbing very. up an unbelievable job yeah. That he's doing there
1: Incredible It's amazing what millions of Arab money can do for you isn't it
8: Yeah but you've got to go in there And it was a club that really needed A bit of leadership And um, I doubted that he could do it Gordon uh, I thought it was a very difficult job But all oh, credit to them, it's been brilliant
1: Right, one more go on the teaser, here. I need to help the people out Because I think there's still one podium place available Come on Since the start of the 2010-2011 season
2: Seven players have won at least two Scottish Premiership Player of the Month awards And
1: they still play here in the top flight Name them right, The best I can do, I'm going to give you serious clues here There are two current Rangers players on the list There is one current Celtic player on the list so hopefully that narrows it down slightly, um, in conjunction with some of the other wrong answers I've given already, which we'll, we'll run through. Even more of them at the moment. What have we got on here? Um, it's all the sort of same wrong answers. Kev has gone. Gary Mackay, steven No. Christian Deuge. No. Uh, Dev has gone. Mackay. I assume he means Billy Mackay. No. Uh, what else have we got? Colin Williams might just have them all. Kenny Mackay's gone Regan. Charles Cook?
2: No. Kyogo? No.
1: Okay. Lewis Ferguson says G-Cam? Nope. Aaron Ramsey, Loyal says Stevie May?
2: Stevie might not.
1: Okay. Let's see what you've got then in the next mm. five, ten minutes. Well, we'll round it off there. Um, Callum Hendry? Puts one past the post,
8: Gordon. Wrong got, choice of foot. Yeah, I th- I, I'm just watching that, Gordon. I think that's a great opportunity. I think he's got to do better than that. He's go, he's gone with his right foot for some reason outside his right foot, and he's just hit it by the post. I think he's got to take that on to his left and fancy his chances and ask the keeper a question. I just thought that was a good, it was a good move. St Johnston are stamped to work their way back into this game. It's been decent. I'm interesting to hear what David says up at. Dens is it David yep up at Denz um, if he's enjoyed the game obviously the characters that are about there today he's probably enjoying his day out but um, I think this is decent
2: well not before time they've started to make an impression on the game because they were chasing shadows for long periods in that first half after Dundee went in front uh, but they're now making a proper game of it
1: oh you know you've got a real soft spot for the diamonds Gordon DL given your illustrious yeah. time spent at the club. Uh, it's Clyde nil, Airdrie, Onions one, Reese McKay with a 36th minute penalty to put them in front. Second goal for Ross Stewart as well. For is Sunderland. this Clyde's final game at Broadwood? Yes, yes it is. Saying goodbye Grinch with a, a defeat at the moment. Is that right? They're going to Hamilton. Yeah, yeah you yeah. would have heard that if you'd listened to last night's Beat the
8: Pundit. Uh, I, I, I listen to about the show because I love listening to Hugh. Uh, every Friday, Monday, I'm tuned in, but unfortunately. I had to go somewhere So I couldn't listen to all So that was
1: on Beat the Pundit was it? That's good
8: Where were you last night?
1: I don't answer that On that note um <laughs> Tony Watt This is how seriously the pundits take it Tony Watt was telling us that In preparation For last night His wife His good lady Was quizzing him on potential Beat the Pundit questions <laughs> And would you believe That was? was one of them yeah. And he got it right She asked him Where are Clyde going to play And he got it right
8: she actually thought that would be on Beat the Punch Yeah, she
1: was throwing sort of random that's, questions that's, fair, that's very good I mean, he lost in a tiebreaker, to be fair But it was... I'd need nice to have to a Zoom there.
8: call if I was asking my wife uh,
2: uh, beat the punter? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. You'd need to hire Partick On Hall It was a tough old tiebreaker, by the way And do you know what? Fair play to Tony, he got really close Come on and and yeah. tell so tell What the was the tiebreaker question? closer It was... How many North and South American Oh no. ah, exactly How many North and South American players Play in the top flight in Scotland? 20 <laughs> He's held this He's held.
10: I
7: was it by God was it 19 Ooh, I'll take that You still wouldn't have won Because
8: I call it at 18 Ah uh, 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 so who wins?
1: Oh we need to go for a second tiebreaker
8: Right Okay
1: ask me again Forget that um, We're still looking for your weird and wonderful Managerial techniques we had Felix Magat With the cheese We've had, what was the other really good ones? John Lambie's Lambey, celibacy yeah. was yes. spectacular, quite frankly. Um, Ronnie Dyla was the original strip striptease. Um, Jason McKenzie says, Bielsa made the Leeds players go litter-picking during the season, designed to let the players know it's a privilege to play football for a living and to show them what the average man in the street does to earn money and watch them play. Mm.
8: I like that. Well I, well, I always led by example. I used to cut the grass and... Uh the, the, the close season When my groundsman went on holiday I would take the lawnmower out And cut Somerset
1: I've heard that story before So I believe you but 100% I, But years on And knowing you I just find it Hard to believe So do
8: I And I couldn't believe the thought of all. you
1: Going above and beyond For anyone Is Well
8: the, I, I was always one To roll the sleeves up And be part of the team
1: Tell me you didn't have to line it It would have been like a maze An assault to, course I used
8: to do that uh, When I worked with The parts department He's Hold right. on Can you hear that
1: from here? It's the Red Army grumbling Goal, Goal flashes
0: With AspireGlasgow.com
1: Because Livy have taken The lead At Pataudry We said earlier on The notion of playing at home Doesn't always go in your favour If you're a big team And you're having a tough time of it And the crowd can turn Nicky Devlin, the Livy skipper, A few yards on the rebound, he puts it beyond Joe Lewis, and Livy have taken the lead at Petordry just before the break.
2: Do you know what? That's magnificent uh, on their part, given that the managers
1: in hospital, the assistant managers in the stand because of suspension. <laughs> yeah, sorry to 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 in and ruin that for you but apparently he's sitting right behind the dugout is Martin And yeah. you know he's a he's a bit of a loudmouth, so he's apparently having no trouble at all oh, getting his message right across.
2: that's fine good for him uh, but that's a magnificent show from Livingston but Aberdeen are a disgrace they've got players who first and foremost ought to be top six they've got a support that they're now starting to alienate because they're not Attending today's match In the numbers you might have expected And Jim Goodwin has tried To point out to the players That the idea of relegation Shouldn't be dismissed as an impossibility I think Aberdeen at the moment In their current form
1: Are a disgrace It's quite something If that stays like that now To, to compound the misery There is still some work to be done You know for instance A uh, a St Mirren goal for instance in Paisley um, Well St Johnson are getting beat actually So it's not the absolute worst case scenario But in the interest of looking after your own business
7: Aberdeen losing at home An enormous amount of work to be done by Jim Goodwin And his staff going up there I think when he went up from St Mirren He went with his eyes open to the problems that had cost Stephen Glass his job And I think the run of form they've had since Jim went up there Has just reinforced it they need, The place needs Cleared out mm. In the summer
1: I'm a hypocrite here Hugh Because when, when you do this Or when people do it we will say well You know it's, it's not relevant Because something's happened Like once before You know It, it doesn't have any real impact But 2014 in Hibs Should be a reminder To everyone Yeah I mean the, the slide To even get into the playoffs Was remarkable They just l- Kept losing And losing And losing Everyone said Hibs were too Big to go down They then go to Hamilton Away and win the first leg 2-0 yeah. And still Losing the playoffs. So Yeah Whether it's relevant or not It's I, certainly I, a warning sign
2: I was going to tell you a story And I know he's not a manager But that Just things that people do When Andy Gray left Dundee Right and went down to Aston Villa I remember him telling me Because we both came from The same place in Drumchapel And I remember him telling me that When Things were tough for him At Aston Villa He used to go to the Biggest Factory In Birmingham that he knew of At 7 o'clock in the morning To watch people going to their work People who had to go out Earn their living Have hard jobs Go and see Villa or Birmingham City At the end of the working week But they had to graft for their money So he used to go there to To give himself a reminder Of what real life is like I think the Aberdeen players Can be doing with a touch of that humility They've got that A good squad there They've got a handsome budget Provided by Dave Cormack And this What they're providing Roger's
1: right The place needs cleaned out Let's round off the first half teaser here The first half
0: teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online
2: Since the start of the 2010 2011 season, seven players have won at least two Scottish Premiership Player of the Month awards, and they still play here in the top flight. They are Charlie Mulgrew, Niall McGinn, Michael O'Halloran, Liam Boyce, Alfredo Morelos, James Tavernier, and
1: Jota. Well done, if you got all them I thought that was a really tricky question Perhaps reflected in the podium Because there was still a, a one spot available Unless someone sneaked in at the last minute No, producer Callum No one in the bronze medal position Which means J.D. Dingers Gets the silver medal Well done to you But no one was as fast as At T S 1988 Whoever you may be Well done Kev were the winner Of the first half teaser Roger Hannah. Did you get them all No we got 5 out of 7 We didn't get McGinn We didn't get O'Halloran Yeah I thought that was tough Really O'Hallarin. really tough uh, The Who Am I In the second half Is a good one I've had a wee look at that I like it as well um, I did like it uh, We've got a few more Coming in for these Weird and wonderful Managerial Techniques We'll do them in the second half I can see one from Token Jester here David Rayburn uh, But let's start Going round the grounds Because it's half time at Den's Game of the day How's it going so far, David Friel?
5: Half time, Gordon Dundee won, St Johnson now. Matt McGee turned his radiators off this week, but Dundee are turning up the heat on St Johnson. And if it stays like this, the Dens Park manager will have to follow up on that promise to spend the week naked. Jordan Marshall has put Dundee ahead and they fully deserve the lead as they try to close the gap at the bottom to just two points. Dens Park has been rocking it. was rocking it kick-off. Some of the 2000s and Johnson fans even produced flares. And it was a frantic start on the pitch too. Saints had the first chance in five minutes when Jamie McCart sent a volley over the bar after Dundee failed to clear a corner. The home side looked really, really sharp and took lead in ten minutes. Max Anderson fired in across from the right. Paul McGowan helped it on to Jordan Marshall. And while the full didn't even break stride as he drilled a low shot past Sander Clark into the corner. Dundee are right up for this have carried a threat Charlie Adam has been excellent as has Paul McGowan the of midfielder the shot deflected wide and Ryan Sweeney also headed over at the back post from an Adam corner the have been poor overall but did improve towards the break Nadir Chifties 25 yard shot forced a good save from Dundee keeper Ian Lawler and Karl Hendry also fired wide after breaking into the box if the second half is as good as the first we're in for a treat but, Gordon, we are just 45 minutes away from a Mark McGee strip tease. That's a sentence I never thought I'd say. Half time at Denz, Dundee once, and Johnson now.
1: Wow, uh, great first half for Dundee. Uh, I don't think we've got any other half time whistles just yet. So, quickly to reflect on that one, Roger Hannah deserved.
7: Yeah, listen, a couple of really good moves early on, one culminating in Jordan Marshall's goal. Nice play by Max Anderson and Paul McGowan to tee him up. And an emphatic finish,
1: which left Xander Clark just standing watching. How are the Aberdeen fans feeling at half-time, Dave Galloway?
9: Chorus of boos uh, greeting the interval but uh, it's hard to say whether it was for just the Aberdeen performance or the referee creating controversy which I'll tell you about in just a moment or a mixture of both but it's Aberdeen 0 Livingston 1 Aberdeen made a bright start McCrory couldn't connect six yards out following a corner after a well worked free kick Ojo's long range curling effort was just off target the hosts continued to dominate Bates just failed to connect with Hayes whipped in corner right in front of goal Watkins fired over after swapping passes with Ferguson but for all their possession the Dons weren't nearly dangerous enough and Livingston almost went ahead when Newbley fired in a cross from the left it deflected up off Bates with Lewis reacting very smartly to prevent an own goal Controversy when Bissauin went down in the box after uh, Stryak uh, appeared to shove the ball into his face when trying to, to clear it but no penalty was given and both players were booked um, and Bissawin after that was absolutely apoplectic he had to be uh, restrained by a teammate because he couldn't uh, couldn't believe that he'd been booked it looked uh, for all intents and purposes like it should have been a penalty but uh, one can only assume that Bissawin was given a yellow card for uh, diving very controversial then on 41 minutes the only goal of the game so far Livingston took the lead Devlin was first to the loose ball to score with a nice smart finish after Lewis saved Newblaze head it was a very good save actually from Shinney's Cross. At the interval then Aberdeen nil, Livingston 1
1: It's half time in Paisley, Fraser Wishock
3: Sipmer 0, Habernie nil. thankfully Ewan Anderson blew the whistle there to bring a really poor first half to an end perhaps because there's a lot at stake but neither side has really tried to take this game but the scruff of the neck standing off waiting for something to happen rather than actually making it happen, a really poor 45 and the tempo for that 45 set setback cautious start, perhaps understandably given the recent form, but neither having even a half decent shot in the first 25 minutes, Richard Tate limped off, replaced by Jay Henderson and McCarthy, a daft booking for Tuggan Scott, the only things to actually talk about, and it took until the 28th minute for any player to get the fans on the edge of their seats, and it came from young Henderson, who got to the byline, his cross was deflected, he bounced awkwardly towards goal inside the 6-yard box, and Paul McGinn managed to clear it as even Brophy closed in for a tap-in. A couple minutes later, Brophy got his head to a front post cross from Scott Tanzer, it was saved by Macy, deflection from Hanlon, and just take the pace off the ball, and you thought, well, maybe we'll get a better end to the first 45, but that was really it to the other end, Jack Annick a virtual spectator, Hibs just knocking the ball around at the back, into the midfield, then back to the back floor, into the midfield but getting nowhere, and a flurry of corners towards the break, the only time that Hibs really threatened the St Mern goal but still nothing for Anik to deal with both sets of fans a bit subdued as well given the team situations, but the players really need to pick up the tempo in the second half and give them something to cheer. It's been played like a pre-season friendly. The only consolation is the second half cannot be as bad. Halftime at the Smyzer Stadium. St. Murr 0, Hibs 0.
1: We will do a full round-up of the halftime scores next.
0: Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Halftime scores in the Scottish Premiership. Aberdeen 0, Livingston 1, Dundee 1, St. Johnston 0. St. Mirren nil, Hibbs nil, and of course a full-time Motherwell one Rangers three. In the championship is Hamilton Ackies nil, Raith Rovers one, Morton nil, Inverness one, Partick Thistle 1, Dunfermline nil, and Queen of the South nil, Air United nil. In League 1 it's Clyde Nil, Air 1, Cove Rangers nil, Dumbarton nil, Falkirk nil, Allowa 1, Montrose nil, Queen's Park 1, and Peterhead 1, East Fife 0. Nil in League 2 it's Albion Rovers nil Stirling Albion 1 Elgin City nil Cowdenbeath nil Kelty Hearts 1 Forfar Athletic nil and Muir nil Stranraer 2 in the English Premier League it finished Arsenal 3 Man United 1 at the break Leicester nil Villa nil Man City 3 Watford 1 Norwich nil Newcastle 2 and Brentford Spurs is a 5:30 kick-off. We will get the second halves up and running next. The
0: team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This
2: is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.